Hey, everybody, welcome back to season four, episode one of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing really well. Good. I'm doing really well. So at the end of season three, we said we would be back as long as we could. And right after that, the world exploded. Feels like it. <laughs> it or it really imploded. Imploded. It, it really does feel like it. And so I had every intention to continue to record, even though you know, things with COVID-19 were, were just starting to... You know, close down and and change our daily lives. And right after that, like literally days, um, Matthew got sent home from work with a cough, <laughs> and he had no fever, no um, other symptoms of any kind, but he had a cough. And so they sent him home, and I'm like, okay, well, we need to play this by ear. We don't know what's going on, and um. And Matthew did not have COVID-19. Matthew has very severe allergies and he works in a really dusty warehouse. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing. That he, that but he in the panic severe. of everything, sure. he missed a week of work. And um, it was funny because we're calling the doctor and we're like, okay, so what's the protocol here? Like, what do we need to do? And they're like, well, when his fever's gone, then he's fine to go back to work. I say, he never had a fever. <laughs> You know, he, he never he never had a fever. So, like, how do we need to play this? Well, you know, like, I don't know, seven days. That That's what they, like, all right, seven days, fair enough. And mm. so we have um, stayed healthy and relatively sane. And very quarantined. And very quarantined. Mm-hmm. Very quarantined. Um, we just started seeing people. Outside of, you know, our Costco and Kroger cashiers, um, maybe like two, three weeks ago. Okay. So it, it's just, we're just now, um, we're just now rejoining rejoining the world. Yeah. My life didn't change at all. I was deemed yeah. essential. So I have been working the entire time. Um, the only thing that has changed for me is I wasn't able to, well, obviously this, but um, I wasn't able to go to church on Sunday morning. That's it. I mean, everything else, I mean, because really I don't have much of a life, honestly. I mean, like, <laughs> it's not an exciting life. I go to work, I go home, I go to Kroger, I go to church. Yeah. So that's that's it, you know? Yeah. Um, and so for me, nothing except for going to church on Sunday morning changed. That was it. Mm-hmm. So um, I would have loved a couple of weeks to, like, have some kind of quarantine, but it, it did not happen. There were a lot of people that were furloughed um, from my work. Um so in that way, it did change because my daily interaction completely was different. And um, I found myself very, very lonely in that way. Um, but yeah, but besides, but with working, mm-hmm. it didn't, nothing really changed. So yeah. And, so, and with already working from home, our, our, mm-hmm. our work life didn't change. Now mine did because in in the midst of this, I made um, a very difficult decision to close down my my mastermind, and and so mine did change in that one day a week I wasn't doing as much work as I was. Sure. Now I'm doing no work, <laughs> <laughs> and and that that's not completely true, but but it feels that way on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and um 
And so, you know, my adjustment was that my entire, my entire, my entire schedule stopped because McKenna didn't need to be taken to school or picked up from school. Dance stopped. So we weren't doing anything there. And so when her routine stopped, mine did. And we've just been, we've been chilling. I think I've watched four Netflix shows. Wow. <laughs> um, I have read countless books. None of them are worth mentioning. <laughs> Steph. That's not true. I mean, I've read some really good stories, sure. but I'm not reading self-help books. <laughs> Which is, um, and uh, it's, so I'm, I'm part of, of Cliff's um, PM Next Level Mastermind. And I had a hot seat a couple of weeks ago. And one of my friends asked me, so are you reading anything that, you know, you want to talk about? You're an avid reader. Right. Are you, you know, I said, well, no, I'm reading about a book a day, but unless you want to talk about the werewolf book that I found. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it wasn't even that great. It was just um, the excerpt that showed up in my, in my Facebook feed interested me. And so I read a book outside of a genre that I would normally read and it wasn't terrible, but it's not really noteworthy. <laughs> sure. That's funny. But, um, so yeah, I, I have all kinds of time on my hands and, uh, no motivation to do anything with it. It's amazing how, when you get out of a routine and your schedule and all of that, what can, what can really happen? Yeah. And, um, like, I mean, in one way I would have loved to have been, to have idle time and, but on the other hand, I know it was good for me, for my mental health to continue on my schedule. Like I've said multiple times, um, my dad would, my dad would say to me, or how's your job or, and my mom too, but you know, my dad would most of the time, he's just more job oriented. And, um, I I'll always say, I'm not, I'm not passionate about this job, but I'm so thankful for this mm -hmm. job. And, and it was so awesome for me that God provided me what I needed at the time um, to, to, to know, I mean, he's done this for the past, you know, I've been there for about a year and a half and I would be able to go to the same spot every single day, do kind of, I mean, my job changes depending on what needs to be done, obviously, but there is some stability there. Um, the same person that I'm sitting next to every day has stayed the same. And in the midst of my personal life being so out of feeling, so out of control, there no st stability, that job gave me the stability. And I'm, and I know that it, it's, the right thing that I needed. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'm very grateful for it. So that being said, um, I understand when your life is COVID-19 did absolutely nothing for me, my divorce and, and the, um, the imploding of my family and the imploding of my life, um, was, you know, this horrific thing. So COVID-19 right. was just kind of like, Oh, oh, okay. Whatever. I can't go. Yeah. I mean, no, I can't go to the movies, you know, I like, mean, right, but right. you wouldn't go to the movies anyway, would you? Oh uh, yeah. Actually, um, Dave, yeah. um, my fiance, I can say that Dave, uh, my fiance and I, we got in, in this winter, we got in this great habit or routine. I do. If you can believe this, I like routine and schedule. You did tell me you guys were going to. Yeah. So we would go to church and then we would go, um, we would go pick up Wendy's chili. <laughs> And we would take it to the movies and we'd sit outside the thing and just eat and talk about, you know, what, what God had been teaching us. And, um, and then we go watch a movie Everybody, that had become our routine for about every Sunday. Now, obviously we do a lot of hiking now because we both love the outdoors and we love to be out in creation. So that's our thing that we do. We, we at least go hiking once a week. Uh, well, we see each other on the weekends once a weekend. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. That's when, so we, um, so we, this yesterday, 
no, where am I at? This is what day is this? this Tuesday? Is Tuesday. So Sunday. Sorry. So uh, we went to Big Bone Lick State Park and um, we found these really cool, um, some really good trails. And I got to see bison and there was this baby bison and you were so cute. And, uh, I mean, so and, and I've taken um, Megan and McKenna asked if they could see a picture of him. You've, you and Cliff have yeah. met him, but they obviously haven't. And um, they're like, do you have a picture of him? I'm like, oh, no, I really don't because we don't take selfies we're just not, that's just not who we are. But I have lots of, I wanted to say, I have lots of pictures I can show you of our hike where we've been outside. <laughs> All these different things because I just, I love creation in the outdoors. So yeah. um, I have no idea where that came from, but, but yeah. yeah. I probably, that was, I'm, it was your, it was your um, replacement for the movies. Oh yeah. Was yeah, hiking. The hiking. Yeah. So eventually I'm excited. Um, I told, we drove past the movie theater um, over in his, over in his side of the town side of town. And I said, obviously they weren't open, but I was like, I'm, I'm excited about the winter again. And hopefully we'll be able to go back to movies. Cause I was really enjoying, yes. Enjoying that, that tradition. That is something that, I mean, Cliff and I really enjoy going to the movies. He can't wait for the, um, Oh, what's it called? It's Cine, Cine Bistro and it is in Cobb theater. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's called Cobb. Anyway, it's in Liberty Township. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, it's a it's an adult only theater. It's twenty one yeah. and up, and they have they have really good food for being you know a movie theater. A movie yeah. theater, and he's like, I can't wait until they open again. And I'm like, Yeah, I kind of miss going to the movie. You know, yeah, that I I enjoyed. I cannot. I was so disappointed because I was so excited about Mo- the live action Mulan. Oh yeah, so excited about that, and you know, obviously that's been changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I get for a lot of people that life has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want to minimize that. But for me, it didn't. I, I feel like um, my life changed dramatically, you know. Years ago. Year, yeah, yeah, some years ago. And so um, so for me, this just seemed like. Just another day. Yeah. But, I, but, my, but my routine didn't change either. Right. Um, so that was a blessing for me. Yeah, and, mine, and mine is just that my routine did. And, you know, I have had. Since I'd say since Megan started kindergarten, well, since Megan ended kindergarten, um, June and July have always been downtime for mm-hmm. us. It's always been our time to just relax and we do fun stuff and we do. Okay, but I'm over it now. Like I've already <laughs> been doing it for two months, and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> That's and- funny, yeah, because in your routine. But I did so. Both Luke and Lydia did say because, um, of course, you could, homeschooling had to be done, yes. and um, the kids were at home and whatever. I said this was my dream. It yeah. really, and they both said, yeah, we know. Like yeah. both of them at separate times. Yeah. Just how much I would have, I would have loved, have loved the opportunity to have homeschooled them. Um, from you know with because they had they already had yes. the curriculum and then planned activities with them and just been totally invested so um that was hard for me because that was i would actually there would be times I'd, i mean i would just think about what would happen if something happened and i had to do that and i would think about that and i was would i just would have loved that i would have thrived yes. in that um and because I work, I'm working full time. I don't get to invest in my kids. Well, Luke's in Arizona anyways, mm-hmm. but, um, the way that I, that I want to, or I would have hoped to. Um, and so that, you know, it's, I say that 
COVID-19 wasn't hard. There were things like that that were hard for me because I didn't get to experience the what I would hear about from families joining together. Yes. That was a loss for me. And so that was difficult. But um, I also, um, one thing that I've learned throughout the past several years is that um, that God that God redeems and Absolutely. God um, things might look different than what I thought or what I would have hoped at a time, but His ways are He's so imaginative, imaginative. He's so creative, and um, I'm really thankful that. He brings other opportunities. I just have to be open to them. And um, of course, you always have to grieve something, but then you can just say, okay, okay, what do you got next? Yep. And so um, when I am with Lydia, um, because Luke, again, is in Arizona, Arizona. <laughs> when I am with Lydia, I enjoy the time that I'm with her and it's very precious and special. So I am appreciative of um, of the opportunity to be appreciative. Yes. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So um, last week, I did something big. Okay. Um, and exciting. And something that I've wanted for a long time, but I wasn't sure if I was ever going to get up the courage to do it. This is interesting. Okay. What is okay. this? So um, you know that um, my nanny passed in October. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a Tuesday. It was October 15th. On um, on October 17th, on that Thursday, Megan and I were in um, Louisville at the Carrie Underwood concert on the Cry Pretty Tour and having so much fun, like having such a great time. Until right about the middle, I mean, I still had a fantastic time. It was so much fun. But right about the middle, um, she performed See You Again. Mm. And it was fresh and it was, I know and I believe that I will see my nanny again. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was a moment. I, I had a moment sure. and it was a beautiful one. So um, back in March, I decided that it was time for me to get um, my new tattoo. Okay. And this is something that I wanted for myself. But when I started thinking of the... um of the connection and the similarities between why I wanted it for myself and who nanny was in my life. I wanted it more because it was a connection. And so I get in the car on Wednesday to um, drive to the tattoo parlor. um, And, and which this appointment had already been canceled because of COVID-19. And, um, and so I get in the car and I turn my car on and my Bluetooth connects and see you again by Carrie Underwood starts playing. Wow. I will see you again. But until then, I will carry you with me until I see you again. Mm-hmm. And so on Wednesday, I went and I got my <gasps> new tattoo. How have you been hiding that this whole time? <laughs> I've been really good, right? Oh my gosh, she's wearing a tank top. I have. I've <laughs> that is gorgeous. So it's a gladiolus flower which is the birth flower for the month of August. And um, my birthday is August 10th and Nanny's is August 11th. And the meaning, one of the meanings behind the gladiolus flower is um, strength of character, which she is the woman that exemplified character for me. 
And obviously, character for me came not only from her, but from my aunts and uncles, from my dad. And that all started with her. That is so cool. And so, yeah. Um, I've been hiding it pretty well. <laughs> like I'm shocked. Although when you said, when actually, when you said I did something last week, I well, tried to look and I saw just a little, just I was like, bit, I yeah. knew I, but I love, I mean, I love it. So it's still, I'm peeling is and it? it's yeah. so itchy. Oh my goodness. It's so itchy right now, but, um, I love it. That's incredible that I love that. Thank you. It's, it's gorgeous. I love the meaning and I love that you are just carrying a reminder and her legacy. Absolutely. I mean, and that is just incredible. I just am so happy that, that you were able to do that for her and for yourself. Thank you. Yeah. That's Thank so you. neat. Did I, did I tell you about my, um, my realization of my tattoo on my right hand? Have I talked about that on here? I don't know. Um, so I have, I mean, different from what I already know about it. Well, like, like I have a heart on my yes. right hand. Um, and it's it's um, from my favorite one. Well, one of my favorite verses. I'm reading something all the time, and I'm just like, I love that verse. I love that verse. I think Dave's probably tired of hearing me say, I love that. I love that scripture. But anyways, um, so um, so I got that because God holds my right hand. Yes, and so that's what I got there. It says that in Isaiah, and um, so when my ex left for the last time, um. <laughs> Sorry. That's not funny. <laughs> Except for who it is, which makes it hilarious. Is it because oh, I said riddance. the last time? Yeah. Good. I think so. I think Somebody else's know. problem now. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm, I have a filter. She doesn't. And I, I love that. So that's perfect. So we work ah, really well together. We so it's perfect. Good riddance. Okay. Good riddance. Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> left for the last time. I went down to Tennessee and it was over, um, it was right around New Year's. Yes. And so um, I had been, my heart was blank. <laughs> 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 there was nothing in my heart, <laughs> which is just for the tattoo, not for me because I have, okay, it does. Your heart was very full. So I, um, I've been one. I've been wanting to fill it in for a lot, long while, but I couldn't figure out what what it was or what I needed to put in there. And I remember God just kind of speaking to my spirit, Sarah. Um, no matter what happens, no matter what anybody else says, you are loved. You are chosen. You're my beloved. And I, I just took that and I ran with it. So um, I went down and I was in Tennessee and I said, looked at my daddy and I said, I need to go get a tattoo. I was like, let's find a tattoo parlor. <laughs> and so um, it was real simple, but in the middle of my, in my heart, it says beloved. And it's um, the, um, the O in it is actually a heart and it's red. So um, I have loved that because God made me his beloved. And, um, and I know that. So I was at work one day and I don't remember things are, I can I can spiritualize about anything, which is true. Sometimes it's annoying and I get it. And I totally understand that. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, for me who loves Cinderella, I love that before um, I love Cinderella and the whole princess theme and being a part of his kingdom and all of that um, before I, that took root in my heart and who I am. Um, he had already named me princess. That's what Sarah means in Hebrew. It's princess. And so I, I, 
that has meaning to me and names have meaning and words have meaning. It says in Proverbs that the power, um, the power of words have life or death in them. So, um, I was like, I wonder what David's name means. I have no idea what his name means. So I, I looked it up and I was sitting at work and my jaw just about fell to the ground. David's name means beloved, beloved. I knew that, but I don't know if you said that here. Okay. I don't know if like, I did either. I know that story, but I don't know story. if you said it here. Right. So um, we have a lot of pre-start conversations. So if that is, <laughs> is that, if that is an old story, I don't know. But I just had to, I just looked down at my, when you were talking it about the done again. tattoo and just how, and I'm not, I, I don't know how God does that, but it just, because I, I'll talk about, I want to talk about my relationship and how that all came about after at some point, this is mm-hmm. not the place for it, but it just was another, this is not the time for it. This place, not the time. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, just how, how awesome God is and how creative he is. And it also helped me to understand that before I could ever love my David, the way that he's supposed to be loved, I had to know that I was God's, um, beloved child and, and to become whole in him, um, so that I could then have that experience, um, with who I'm going to spend forever with. So it's just really cool. It is. Um, that now it has a double meaning for me. I love it. David does not have any tattoos. Neither does Cliff. David's going to get a tattoo. Really? He is. Nice. We're going to get um, on our ring finger. We're going to get tats. Okay. Yeah. We both decided we want to do that. So, um, we're going to, yeah. So I don't, I mean, it'll be tiny. It'll just That's be there. Awesome. Just a, but just, yeah. it's, it's permanent. It um, is. And yeah, that's meaningful to me. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I love it. Thanks. Yes. So my daughter's told me that now, because now I have one on um, on each arm mm-hmm. and I have one on my left foot. They said, now you need one on your right foot. And I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> like it hurt. The one on my foot hurt. You need it on your right foot? Yeah. Well, I thought we were going to get a tat someday. Okay. But not on my right foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You pick a nice fleshy part of my body. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I want any fleshy parts of my body done because that just means that as my fleshy parts grow, <laughs> then it'll get more stretch. fleshy. <laughs> it could be incentive to not grow your fleshy part. <laughs> but no, ooh, when he touched the first time that he touched the needle to my foot, um I thought I was gonna kick him in the face. Oh no. Like it what yeah. It's a good thing it's small and it was quick because it hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. Nope, my right foot will stay naked. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's fun. But yeah. So what else? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, Sarah, I have nothing. Like, <laughs> I literally, other than, than my, ta- I got my hair colored and I was looking really fresh red last week and it was the best ever. Oh my gosh. I, I, it took every, I'm glad you said it because I went out because the last time we were sitting here recording, I got a message. She, yes, they were closing. Her, they were closing and I couldn't, I didn't get to go in. So I went that entire time mm-hmm. looking haggard. <laughs> it was, I took a picture of, of my roots before she started. Mm-hmm. I was starting to understand what I would look like if I let all my hair grow out natural. Now I ain't going to do that. I like being a redhead, huh. but I was starting to get the, the I mean, they were, they were pretty steep. 
<laughs> yeah, I was so grateful for that. And um, I w- that was, yes. yes. When I say my life didn't change because of COVID, that is wrong. That's my wrong. My hair was yes. a hot disaster. I'm not sure who who said that they were not essential. Cause they are essential. They're, they're essential. For sure. <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything else that I can really... Uh, well, I will say this. I got my wedding dress. And it's gorgeous. Thank you. I'm so excited about that. And I'm not quite sure why David thought that he would see it before. And me neither. Because he said, so when are you going to show me? I said, uh, uh, the wedding. Yep. And he's like, what? And I'm like, he said, he said, we're not really doing a whole lot of other things traditional, which I mean, I mean, it's kind of traditional, but not really. I mean, this is our second marriage. And so I don't know, but I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> So, but I did do that I'm, and I, and I really do love it. It's beautiful. Thank you. It really is. I feel very, I, I feel very pretty in it. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, 17 weeks until I get married. Not very long. So fast. yeah, it really will go fast. Cause I mean, we, um, we will, um, he's, cause we have to move him once we get married, he'll mm-hmm. be moving in. He, he we're moving into my condo until we decide what we want to do after that. So, um, and I'm slowly helping him clean things up. <laughs> Bless his heart. He's, um, you know, he, yeah. he, he's very organized. That's one thing that I'm very grateful for. He's very organized. Um, That's nice. On, on the, like with like bills and papers and okay. all that stuff. I'm very organized on the outside. He's very organized. Like, Okay. So that'll be good. Um, I'm just rambling about I have no organization whatsoever. I would love to declutter my house, but I don't even know where to start. Like, like seriously, I, I don't even know where to start. I would help you. And it's not even all mine. Right. But I would help so, you. We, if we went room to room, that's one thing that I've, or one closet at a time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of say, this is absolutely necessary. This is... No, and then you kind of, and then this is absolutely something I can either give away or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, you can totally do that. Yeah. But I've had to do that. I think I have, I mean, we moved so much, right. so many times growing up. And then, and then one of the hardest things was moving out of my house when I got a divorce and then I moved into a rental and then I had to do it again, again. to move into a condo. And yeah. I had to do that like in a year's time um, of getting rid of so much stuff. And some of it was sentimental, some of it. So that was hard, but um, I'm I'm glad God prepared me by moving so many times growing up because yes. <laughs> I had to do that so yeah. quickly. Um, but I, if you ever like want help with that, I can totally do that if you're willing. I'm willing and because some people have, aren't willing to let go of things. No, no, no. I okay. So there are times when I think like, oh, I really wish I would have kept that something of the kids. Mm-hmm. I'll need it. Like I, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I I have the memory of it. That that is good, right? Um, I did find a box in my craft room that's marked baby stuff. So it's the outfit that Megan and McKenna wore home because I I reuse that. Mm-hmm, cool. um, and it's the outfit that Matthew came home in, and um, a dress that Jack bought for Megan when um, it's my father in law um, bought for Megan when she was little, and they were visiting Scotland. And so it's blue and green plaid and it just, it just says Scottish all over. I That's mean, like awesome. it's adorable. Um, so like I have some, I, the, um, 
the dress that both of the girls were dedicated in. Like I have that. So I I have like some sentimental baby things, but like just growing up, like I'll, I'll what because I don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I might be the only woman on the planet who threw her wedding dress away. Like literally I, I threw it away. Mm-hmm. It was, I had no need for it. It wasn't my dream dress. It cost me less than $200. And it, it it's just in a landmine. <laughs> I had no a landfill somewhere because I had no part. You know, Megan played dress up with it for a couple of times, you know, and then it was just taking up space. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't have a problem with getting rid of things. It's deciding what needs to be gotten rid of. Okay. Well, I mean, if you ever want to do that, I would totally help okay. you. Okay. I made a list of um, all the rooms in my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I've checked off two. Well, it's better than zero. Three. Three. It's better than zero. It is better than zero. But the rest of them I get, I get so stumped on. I just don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I that I mean, that is something that I, I dream of doing. And I've been thinking a lot about Instead, it. Instead, you're reading werewolf stories. Hey, that was more fun. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Not going to lie. It was a lot more sure, fun. Get it. Um, but in my, in my thinking of, of, you know, decluttering and all that stuff, I've been house hunting. Now, here's the thing. I don't have any plans to move in probably the next three or four years. Okay. But by golly, my desire to get my puppy a backyard (laughs) has lit a fire under my behind. Interesting. And I'm like, if I found the right house at the right price, Mm -hmm. I'd go right now. Because this dog walking him every day, a hundred times a day, because because he likes to be outside, is driving me crazy. I bet so. Mm -hmm. But when we built this house we on purpose didn't build a backyard because we're not really backyard people and now you need one and had no we're not really puppy people either (laughs) until (laughs) which we're not we're not puppy people we're leo people and so but now leo needs a backyard and um so why'd you move steph oh my dog my dog needed a backyard backyard. (laughs) oh my goodness that's oh Here's something that I know. Okay. I know that in the entire 18 years of our friendship, mm-hmm. I've thought you were weird for saving worms. I'm sure I'm sure you have. Yeah. But now I have to walk my puppy who was trying to eat all the fried little worms on the sidewalk. And I think of you and appreciate you worm saving in ways that I never could before. Thank you. You I are welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'll... We'll go on our walks. So if you want to come walk by my neighbor's house because they keep their grass really long so they have more worms over there, um, you know, you want to come walk and save some worms when it rains, let me know. Yeah. Well, so I... um I, I mean, I'm going on my walk and my co-worker, she just like... She's at this point now where she just keeps walking. And I just... And I then catch up with her because, I mean, I just can't help myself. Um, yeah. I definitely am... Mm-hmm. I love to save worms. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. McKenna is certain that Leo is going to eat something that will probably kill him because he likes to eat everything, yeah. you know, dryer lint, <laughs> fried worms, you name it. He's going to eat it. Bless his heart. Yeah. He's a puppy. He is. All right. One question. Okay. 
She's looking. She's got, oh, she's choosing. She's not looking. She's yeah, I choosing. I am choosing. Okay, I won't do that. I won't do it. Okay. Okay. What's your best childhood memory? Hmm. My best childhood memory. I just looked and I just, yes. I mean, I just looked. I'm trying, well, I'm trying to say childhood was a long time ago. Yes. And um, so I think that, I think I think I have one. Y'all aren't even going to believe it because I just talked about how I'm not a backyard person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of my favorite things about um, about the second half of my childhood, yes, after I moved in with my dad, um, I'm going to say I was maybe like 11 or 12. It was before. No, it was before high school. It might have. I'd say 11. I'd say we were probably 11 or 12, which made my brothers, you know, three, four, and five years younger than me, whatever that makes them. And uh, my cousin, Darren, would have been a year older than me. And we all lived on the farm together. So when my grandparents settled in Boone County, they bought a 140-acre farm. And then they sold pieces to their kids as they became adults. And so my dad moved out there and built a house and two of my uncles moved out there and built a house. So it's like we had, we, we had built in playmates, you know, for, for until we, until Darren and I got to high school and then the little ones weren't cool anymore. And you know, well, they were never cool, but that's beside the point. So just some of our summer memories of, of maybe that, I think it was probably, that last summer that we all played outside together, but just climbing trees and um, our property backs up into um, Gunpowder Creek, which is a well-known creek in our area. And so just walking through the woods back there and just hanging out and being free. Mm -hmm. Like we had all of this free land to roam and we were still on our own property. That's cool. And um, so I think some of some of my favorite childhood memories come from just that time to be outside and ride bikes and you feel know, free. Feel free. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 really really yeah. cool. I love that. So. Um, I I have I'm going to say two just because it kind of. I was going to go in the direction of um, one. I remember one Christmas in particular. Um, my mom, um, she loves Christmas, and she goes over the top, out <laughs> of control. She's doing better these days, but she, uh, but she always says she like she just loves it. Um, I remember coming. Uh, we had a wood burning um, stove in our basement, and um, I remember walking downstairs, and she had hung st- all these gold stars from the ceiling. Um, like they were all over and because of the wood burning fireplace, they would, they were moving and it was just a really cool, magical thing just to see all these stars and like they were moving. I just, I remember that. Yeah. I loved that. I, and that's, and I love Christmas now too, Mm -hmm. but I love that. And then the other thing is, um, playing basketball. I, um, played basketball through college, started in the fourth grade and my dad, when he would come home from work, he would he would play, he would just, he would play one-on-one with me, you know, and just teaching me. And, um, 
I would shoot a layup and go to the right, he would stuff me every single time. I'm fourth and fifth grade. But if I went to the left, he let me have a clear lane every time. It was a great way for me to use my learn how to use my left hand and to mm-hmm. do that and to make him, you know, make myself amb- ambidextrous and playing basketball. And um, I just remember those times out in my um, my driveway playing basketball with my dad and him taking the time to do that. And then also um, church, church youth group, and church mm-hmm. functions and church just those kids and that includes church camp. So I know that that's a lot, but those, you know, that, that was, there was just this simplicity mm-hmm. and this, um, yeah, freedom, freedom. Yeah. And, um, I love the thought that, that, um, that, I mean, yeah, it's amazing. We tried to hurry things up and, Really, that good stuff is just mm-hmm. it's being around people that you love and um, where you can find freedom in it. Um, so, yeah, that's those are mine. Those are good. Thanks. Those are good. I love that. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. It's gone. Anyway. One time in youth group, I just remember <laughs> <laughs> There was a kid in our- there was a kid in our youth group. I was probably in fifth grade, and he decided he was going to kiss me. Oh, no. And I said, absolutely not, and he punched me in the stomach. Well, I... <laughs> so we went from him kissing me to him punching me. I just remembered that. Please tell me you returned the punch. No, I, no, I he didn't. He deserved it. I'm sure he... Yes, he did, but no, I didn't. Well, maybe somebody else punched him. I'm sure. <laughs> but can you believe that? <laughs> So, yeah, that, then I just started thinking about youth group and I was thinking yeah. about, well, that wasn't such a good memory, that wasn't but, such a good one. but it's a memory nonetheless. <laughs> so that is funny. It's fun doing this again with you. It is fun. I'm glad that it's back. I am too. Season four. Yes. I really, um, I appreciate everybody going on this journey with me, uh, for a lot of, I mean, I, um, Last this past season, where we had to end because of COVID, mm-hmm. but I felt myself becoming more free and just more relaxed and um, all of that. There's now this next level of freedom and this next level of um, of being of truly being who God created me to be, and I'm really excited to share that with people. Um, and I um, want to inspire other people to just know that they can be themselves and. Um, and have hope. That's mm-hmm. that's exciting to me that I get to that I get to do that in this place and get to share it with you. So absolutely, that's awesome. It's fun to see. Thanks. I, I I thought it was really sweet today when I sat down um, across and McKenna's like, "You look really good." Yeah, and I, I you do. Thank you. I there's just definitely um, I have I'm enjoying life again. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. It's beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, that was a, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about, oh, that was my fault for sharing a, a memory about Darren because now my, my brain is just stalled. Um, my cousin Darren passed away um, when we were in our late twenties. Mm-hmm. And so my brain kind of stopped there. Sure. And um, yeah, but it's good to remember that we yeah. had a lot of good times. Before we became punk teenagers. 
You, a punk teenager? What? I had a smart mouth, Sarah. You still do, Steph. Dang it. I know. <laughs> that hasn't changed, which I love. It's Hold one on. of the things I adore Hold about on. you. You knew, you know my dad, and you met Nanny. I got it honest. I know. There was no there I was mean, no there was escaping. really no help for me. That's right. <laughs> they passed. They have helped raise an incredible, incredible uh, woman. Thank I, you. And I'm so grateful that they did. Thank you. That they allowed you to have a smart mouth. Because I mean, that's in, I, it's one of it's one of the things that I love about you. It's one of the reasons why I um, I've always always loved how you've just spoken your mind. You've been confident to do so. Um, you're freaking hilarious. Um, I love how we can play off of each other. I think we bring out some really good things in each other, and you do that in me. Um, you say things that because I'm too nice, you say them <laughs> for me. So you know, kind of makes me feel less guilty and. <laughs> It's good. It's good. I remember making a comment and I know I've sh- I'm almost positive I've shared this story on a on a podcast somewhere. I made a comment that was um that my nanny called me out on. Okay. That's all you need to know. It was I said something that nanny called me out on. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Nanny, I can be honest or I can be nice, but you can't always be both." And she's like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> You're not wrong. And and because it was the truth. It, 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 was, it was the absolute truth that I spoke. It was just not nice. And, I, and, I, so, and it wasn't that I was being mean. I was just speaking the truth of something that had happened. Right. So, uh, you know, again, me spiritualizing this, imagine that. I mean, speaking the truth in love. I think there's a there's a balance. I mean, there truly truly is not. Okay, everybody... Maybe she was calling me out because it wasn't in love. Okay, well, you know, but that but that is so true. I mean, but truth sometimes isn't nice, and it sometimes hurts. Yes, but when you do it because you love someone, or you're or you're doing it in love, it's you know sometimes it's sometimes not nice. It, no, but but um, it's truth. But it's truth. I it, think it goes back to the heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. Like right. I, 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 you know, ah, yeah, we could talk about truth another day. Yeah. But, um, I'm so glad that we're back. Me too. It's, it's really good. It's, um, it's good to do this with you. It's, it's good to use my voice again because literally I spend most of my time reading. I'm not talking to people. <laughs> I talk to my dog. <laughs> I'm sure Leo hears a lot of good stuff. He just kind of looks at me. Like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But then yesterday he got mad and he started barking at me. I don't know what I did to make him. I think I was leaving and I wasn't taking him with me. And he was just barking at me. And you could tell by the look he was giving me that it was supposed to be like a stern talking to. But um, I was like, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> That's fun. I don't speak your language. Guys, thank you so much for um, being on this journey with us, for being patient during our, our COVID-19 break that we were forced to take and um we pray that wherever you are in your journey and however this COVID-19 has affected your life that you are standing strong and that you are confident in moving forward yes until next time we encourage you to live your life authentically